you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination in godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B and J Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show. Listen, I just want to say, I hope that you enjoyed last Friday. Uh-oh. <laughs> so that sounds like uh, it's not going to be like last Friday. Listen. Be a little bit more serious. Listen. Um... <laughs> We have to, my glasses are crooked. I don't know. Okay. Um, we have to, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, your face um, is crooked or are you? Are you <laughs> glasses. Watch it. <laughs> I'm just at you. Watch it. Just a question. Watch it. Okay. You're going to get tired of eating salmon. I love salmon. You don't want to eat it ever. I, you know, I chose that because that's like, that's like your meal. That's the thing that if, if daddy's cooking, it's that or spaghetti, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it used to be tacos, uh, used to be tacos. I got tired of that. It's like, man, uh, we had we to bring season. that back, though. We had to bring that back. It's going to have to be forced Taco because Tuesday. they resisted. It was Taco Tuesday every Tuesday. And that was your that was your meal. Then we taught Gabby how to make it. Mm-hmm. And then it was her meal. Kinda. And then all of a sudden there was a revolution. They just they revolted. They were like they rose up and they were like, yeah, we're man. not eating tacos anymore. I'm tired of that, you know. Yeah, they threw all of our um, all of our taco meat and all of our tacos like overboard. It was like a <laughs> like a tea party, Boston. It was, but it was a taco something. Oh, man. And so anyway, and I I used to buy because we like the soft tortilla wraps, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I noticed that they started piling up in the fridge. Mm. Yeah. They weren't being used. So they would go bad then. You know? And and then I'm mad. Because <laughs> now we're yes. wasting food. Yes. So now I'm really upset. Not good. Okay. Mm. And so then I just stopped fighting, and now we don't have tacos on Tuesdays anymore. We're gonna bring that back, though. I think we need to because it's a fun food, and it's you know it's and easy. it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> we're busy. I mean, it's easy. Yeah. You know. That's right. That's I, right. Man, growing up, I didn't eat tacos with soft shells. We didn't believe in that. I don't. I, I didn't even know. And that And then you got existed. saved. You know, well, then you all... got saved. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Corn, Everybody has to come into the knowledge of the truth. Shell taco. Yeah. You have anyway. to come into the knowledge of the truth. And I'm glad you showed up. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> um, and, you know, what you were in the past doesn't matter to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who you are now, you know, that's what counts. I, I'm not Praise counting God. against Praise you that God. y'all ate those crunchy shells. Man, they were good. Whenever your mom came into town on Taco Tuesday, she would request the the crunchy shells. That's what we knew. That's, okay. Mean... Right. But then still eat a soft wrap. <laughs> And then when she went back home in the pantry were still these crunchy shells (laughs) where you got to turn your head to the side to eat it. Why do you want, man, (laughs) why do you want that? Like, why do you want it to turn your head to the side? And then let me tell you something else. Let me. Okay. Right. A horrible one. You went to Taco Bell back in the days when you went. First of all, never mention publicly. Uh huh. That I used to eat Taco Bell. <laughs> Wait, why? Some people are offended right now because they still eat Taco Bell. Like, you got to stop. 
I also used to eat the McRib. I don't care if people <laughs> oh, are offended. Man. You used to love it's, that. It's meat that's not. I, I don't care if people are. It's true. I used show. to eat the McRib every season. What that was my that? go-to. I, I don't know. I question. thought it was ribs. That was my question. No I believe bone. it had no them. bone in it. It doesn't matter. You, no can rib? yeah, you can get that, boneless ribs. Yeah, but that was like meat shaped like a rib. <laughs> I was like, man, how do you, you know? They were, man, you know, I, I don't, don't know exactly what know. it was, it was but it, it like was, anyway, it was delicious. And then the conviction came upon me that uh, I didn't really know what I was eating. Yeah. And, and once you have that conviction, you can't <laughs> outrun it. As long as you don't have that conviction. That's why so many things, I'm just like, don't tell me people, you know how they make that. I don't want to know. <laughs> right. You understand? There's a certain bliss Ignorance associated bliss, with yeah. not knowing, you know. Yeah. And so I'm like, don't, don't tell me. But anyway, uh, somehow people started ridiculing me on the air you, every we year. We talked about it. Because yeah. I thought it was, I thought I was you in thought a everybody safe space. Loved that. But it, then you came to see. I'll tell no. you what. I did not think that everyone loved the McRib. I just didn't think that anyone cared if okay. you did love the McRib. And so then people started ridiculing me and, you know, basically um, questioning my life choices. And, and I thought, man, you know, I can't take well, it. And so know, I, I just question your life choices privately. Uh, with, no, There's nothing like public humiliation no, to get people in line with oh, spam, spam. You know, I, I question your life choices with that. When I heard how you y'all used to fry it up and, I can't be, and, and no, hold up a with second. a side of peas and carrots, and so I was like, "Man, what are y'all doing?" <laughs> like, spam. <laughs> this is turning into uh, Gumbo Friday. We we need to get more serious. I'm sorry. There are many things that I will jokingly, you know, talk about. <laughs> And they can appear to be very personal, but, you know, they're really not like you don't really care. You know, it's kind of part of the punchline. Mm -hmm. um, I sincerely was not prepared for you to mention my college days of eating. Spam. I should have said that the college days, because in college we do things. I cannot believe you that, said that. You know, Jeff, man, we eat some even privately. That may not be, I'm embarrassed you know? about that. I, I that's something that even privately I don't joke about because. No, you've talked about this before. Privately, but with people, with people around, it, it it wasn't just me and you. I'm glad that you're finding ways <laughs> to make you feel better about this public humiliation. <laughs> it's only a humiliation if you are humiliated. I mean, you said it was good, so I mean, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Oh wow! What? What? You said it was it's, good. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that believe that eats, you know, eat that, and you know, even today. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just never knew what you, it was. You are I, I in mean, a rare form today. Huh? You're just digging in, aren't you? You're, I you're mean, like, <laughs> what? What? I don't know. You're kind of like Joe Biden right now. What? What do you? Governor who? <laughs> That's my response. Governor who? Wow. Governor of what? Wow. <laughs> you're, wow. you're like, you said you liked it. Like, you you know. I mean, Anyways, hey. um, listen. Okay, let me say this. You're making it hard for me to transition to something that we okay, need to I'm, really right. talk I'm about. Calm down. Really, really seriously talk about because you're in rare topic form. Here um, on Gumbo Friday. Let me, let me just say, uh, in college, mm -hmm. okay, I lived in a dorm. Mm -hmm. And my roommate and I decided that not only were we going to buy spam mm -hmm. but we were <laughs> we were going to cook it mm. okay 
And that took it to the next level. So I, yeah, it's okay. not like we just took it out of a can. Mm-hmm. We no, took no. it out of the can. I thought you were supposed to like cook we, it. You know, I don't know. Okay, all right. Okay, I mean, I, yeah. right I mean, now it'd be really helpful if you don't continue to help me with this. <laughs> it'd just be I'm really just, helpful if you I don't mean, help. Can you just eat that out of a can? Okay. I don't remember. Oh, uh, you know. Okay. Uh, Sherry B, can you eat that just out of a can? Why are you asking Sherry? Sherry okay. doesn't eat spam. She, she does. Listen, she said no. Anybody, she said any, no. Okay. Sherry All right, B so knows. Sherry doesn't care? No, she she no, you can't eat that out of a can, she said. Well, then behold, Sherry, that's what you're getting for Christmas. Spam. <laughs> you just made everybody's life way easy. <laughs> that's what you're getting for Christmas, spam. Um, look, I, there are certain things that I think everybody has the thing that um, he or she eats Mm -hmm. that they don't want people to really know that they eat because they know they shouldn't eat it. But you don't eat that. No, but I did. Yeah, long time ago. At one time. Oh, is that one time? See, that's not bad. I didn't say one time. I said said a long... You said that one time. No, did I? I said a long time ago. Oh, a long time ago. Okay, I missed it. I don't know what I said. I don't remember what I said. (laughs) Um, I enjoyed it. But the thing is, you don't want people to know. Don't you all have those things? See, I don't want to turn this into that kind of show, but I am curious to know. <laughs> Uh-oh. Because um, I have some really serious stuff I want to talk about. But I'm curious to know what are the things, and you don't even have to really give your name. i just like to know what it is that you eat mm-hmm. that you know that or if did people eat. knew you, yes, like in the past. or did eat, yeah. the, if they knew that you ate it, you would be embarrassed. Hmm. Let me think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Everybody yeah. has those things. Do you have one? Because you just exposed mine, which I'll, would be spam. I'll, look, I'll tell mine. Oh, and also potted meat. No, see, I didn't eat that though. You're not better than hey, me. V- but Vienna the way sausage, you say things, you're not better Vienna than Vienna sausage. Me. The same thing, but I just don't know because they weren't sausage sausages form. and they were not from Vienna. <laughs> so hey. everything about the can was a lie. <laughs> Everything about the can was a lie. It was not a sausage, and it was, it was not from like Vienna. A sausage. No, it was not. It was more shaped like a hot dog, like a like a mini I mean, hot dog. A mini sausage. It was not a sausage. It didn't even come to the little pulled it smoked was called in Vienna sausage. Okay. So what? But wasn't potted meat the same as Vienna sausage? Is, is just smashed potted up. Potted meat is kind of yeah, like <laughs> mushed up. Like, oh, am I man. wrong? I don't know what you okay, are. See, I just uh, know uh, that. Um. Anyway, did you have anything that you ate that man. now you would? Speak of it, and you would be oh, a little bit a embarrassed few things. about it. That's a few things. I'll name just a couple. Just list one, dear. Oh, one. Luncheon or two. Meat. Luncheon meat. I know. I don't okay, know what I that don't was. Think it was. Was it luncheon meat or was it lunch meat? We called it lunchy. <laughs> <laughs> lunchy meat. I don't know what it was though. Hog head cheese. I used now to let that. me let me say let me ask a question. Hog head. Yeah. What was that little clear? Thing around the edges of the lunch know. meat, like it, it, <laughs> the little, Man, I, it was like portions of the wrapper that came off in the shaving process. Man, I don't know that if you didn't pay attention, you you'd take though. a bite into your sandwich and then pull this like string away yeah, from yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, you don't eat that. You gotta take that off first. I would say that if you were a kid and you had that in your lunch, and then you your mom didn't care if uh, care about you if you had that string still left on your lunch meat or. Oh. Or she was just in a hurry. She, she did care. She probably was in a hurry because she cared. Because it was very small. You yeah. couldn't, you, you had, had to be. It, you had to use your fingernails to get that. Very out, careful like, to get it off edge. around the edges. Okay. Yeah. Lunch yeah. meat. And then what else? What did you I say? I said hog head cheese. I, now, I, what is that? <laughs> I've heard of it. I grew up hearing about it. But, you know, if it is exactly what it says. <laughs> I don't know. There's I, no way. <laughs> I'm eating that. Because you just said hogs and because and, and, you don't use possessives. 
So you said hoghead. You don't. You don't use possessive. Leave me alone. So you said hoghead cheese. So I'm assuming that it's hog's head cheese. No, we call it hoghead. Right. Hoghead cheese. In New Orleans, we don't use possessive. No, J Max said hoghead too. That's what it is. New Orleans. That's what is that? Is that is hoghead cheese? Hoghead cheese. Well, somebody who came up with the name of that. Hey. Didn't. Yeah, but that research. Was, okay, that was a, a while back. I used to like it, but I, I don't think I would eat that today. You know, okay. It's well, been a while. Yeah. Anyways, maybe, maybe, maybe this heavy show that I want to do. You know, you have brightened my afternoon here. You We're really good. have brightened my afternoon, and, awesome. and, and that's good. I was, I was kind of upset, man. We, we, I got two of them. We need to talk about. It. Okay, we're gonna talk about that. We we need to talk. I've about got it. two of them, and and because my question with both of these stories, my question was, um, just what kind of people are we in America? Mm. Like that was that was my question. What kind of people are we in America? Okay, we, we need to talk. About and it. and may, but maybe maybe it's not. Maybe I should save it for Monday. Oh, no, we have a guest on Monday. Um, now we, you know, I don't know. I was just really your, bothered. You know, let's go with your plan, man. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Okay. Um, so I, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I have to give a disclaimer. Okay. Um, and and then just to say that what I what I do want to talk about, just to ask the question, mm-hmm. you know, and this is a horrible transition, but the question is, what kind of people are we in America? Mm. And I, we have been saying for a long time that we are not good people yeah we think that we're good people and we think that when things befall us in this country mm-hmm. we think that we don't deserve this mm-hmm. you know what i mean like we kind of have this thought of this should not be happening right. to us um and so often we are in a posture rather than a a posture of uh forgiveness or asking forgiveness humility mm-hmm. uh repentance repentance is the word i was looking for we're often in a posture of questioning and, you know, we think that we are not like the nations that surround us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we think that things should be a little bit different for us in this country. And so I was really um, weighed down by these. The, this is one story with two aspects. Mm. So on the other side of the break, I want to come back and I just want to I, I want to share these two stories Right. This or this one story, two aspects of the mm-hmm. story, um, one from Life News and then the other one from uh, the Washington Free Beacon. Um, and my question, my question just was, man, what kind of people are we mm. in America? Like, okay. what kind of people are we in America? And I'm sorry that it's going to change, be a dramatic shift from talking about the food and everything. <laughs> If the Lord wills, maybe next Friday we can can do that. We'll just see. All right. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. It's nothing new under the sun. It's nothing new under the sun. The sun makes all things new. You know it. The sun makes all things new. It's nothing new under the sun. It's nothing new under the sun. The sun makes all things new. All right, welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's J. Will Music with Under the Sun. All right, let me just remind all of our listeners, because I know um, people are going to be like, oh, it's not a lighter show. It's the gumbo show. So generally speaking, it's a lighter show on Fridays, but everything goes into the pot. Yes. Okay, so I want to I wanna bring Except this story. Weenus. Okay, go ahead. 
I'm sorry, say that again. Except wieners. Except wieners, except hot dogs, except Mm -mm. Vienna sausages. Yeah. Um, Look, so I want to bring these stories and then um, we'll just, I'll just present them to you um, for your consideration. And, you know, the question, the exploration, um, what kind of people are we in America? Seriously, what kind of people are we in America? Mm. And then we'll open the phone lines up and you can comment on this story or you can comment on the discussion about food revelations. Okay. Sounds like an end times diet. <laughs> Food <hit>. revelations. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, that's not not going to be at the marriage supper. No, I don't think Just, so. I guarantee you, I guarantee you it's not going to be there. Um, <clears throat> all right. Okay. So listen, um, this was hard for me to ignore mm-hmm. uh, both of these stories and, and, and for the same and, and also different reasons. So let me just get into it. Here's the story from Life News first, and then we'll go to the Washington Free Beacon Um, And again, the question that I was left with was, what kind of people are we in America? And that's a question that I want us to to ask ourselves. Um, Okay, Life News first. Earlier this week, LifeNews.com reported on some extremely depraved and disturbing claims. Documents obtained by the Center for Medical Progress via a FOIA request suggest that the government Paid millions of dollars to the University of Pittsburgh so mm. it could harvest tissue from aborted babies for research. Mm. What's more, now guys, stay with me here, okay? What's more is that supposedly these babies' organs um, are harvested before they are killed. Wait. Wow. So, so while the babies are still alive, um, Man. Their organs um, are being harvested. Okay. Mm. Let me just let me just continue here. And um, okay. Wow. Life News initial report from August third stated that Judicial Watch and the Center for Medical Progress said they obtained two hundred fifty two pages of new documents about the university's practices from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. These documents obtained with a Freedom of Information Act request and through the pressure of a subsequent lawsuit show that the government, the government (laughs) gave the University of Pittsburgh at least at least two point seven million dollars in federal tax dollars over the past five years to become a quote unquote tissue hub a tissue hub for aborted baby body parts for scientific research. In a statement given to Life News, Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton alleged, quote, these documents show taxpayer money is being used to turn the University of Pittsburgh into a one-stop human fetal tissue shop, end quote. He described how fetal tissue is taken from, quote, unquote, elective abortions, divided up, and then shipped and distributed to research facilities like the one at the University of Pittsburgh. Hmm. Pro-life activist group Live Action explained that the documents reveal how in 2015, the U.S. National Institute of Health, Institutes of Health, gave the nearly $3 million grant to the school so that it could become the quote-unquote fetal distribution hub. The fetal distribution hub. Live action pointed to the University of Pittsburgh document, which reportedly claimed that labor induction is the procedure that will be used to obtain the tissue. Now, listen very carefully. 
Labor induction is the procedure that will be used to obtain the tissue. So deliver the babies alive and harvest their organs. Man. I just want to make sure that people understand what we do in this country. And um, I, I want to make sure that no one listening has come to a place where they normalize, one, the murder of babies. Mm-hmm. And two, that we think that we are somehow humane in the murder of babies because we are barbaric people. We read about nations that the Lord drove out before Israel went in. And we learn about some of the practices that they had, you know, <laughs> and um, they were wicked before the Lord. And again, you know, I, I read this and I'm just like, <laughs> man, uh, we're not good people. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. We force labor and delivery and then cut open living babies. Living babies to take out their organs. Now, listen, um, there's a reason that they are doing this. And, the, and, 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 and I'm pointing out that there's a reason that they're doing this because I want you to understand that there's no question as to whether or not the babies are still alive. Okay? Let me continue with the story here. What's more, the Center for Medical Progress Head David Delayden, the man who we all mm-hmm. met, many of us back in 2015 when he exposed Planned Parenthood um, as a baby body part mm-hmm. seller. Yep. Right. You remember this? Yep. He said that what is even more disturbing um, is that the organs are har- harvested in cases while the baby is alive. He claimed that the grant documents show that. Quote, Pitt and Planned Parenthood abortion providers are responsible for its research abortions, allowing babies some of the age of viability to be to be delivered alive and then killing them by cutting out their kidneys. End quote. Like what? So the babies are born alive. And then their organs are cut out. Guys, I know I'm so sorry. I know that this is not a Friday show, but I want you to understand we are doing this in the United States of America. And then, and then, you know, we, we have plagues and we have pandemics and we have all kinds of murder, murder, indiscriminate murder, people mm-hmm. on the streets walking up to people and just shooting people. In the highway, just shooting. Okay, do you, do you understand? Our, and, and so the ground mm. in our country is crying mm. out because of the blood that is shed. Man. Do you understand? But the problem is we still think we're good. So we look at God like, why could, how could this be? How could this be happening to us? Cause we haven't, you know, we, we have a picture of ourselves that isn't. All right. Wow. Here we go. Delighton's organization explained, quote, the university states, the fetal organs do not undergo ischemia. Now, I'm not in the medical profession. I hope that I'm pronouncing that correctly. In other words, they don't want the organs to lose their blood supply. So that's the reason. Yes, until after the tissue is collected. Mm. So the blood flow needs to remain. So they do not want to dissect Mm. 
Mm. Dead humans. Wow. They want to dissect living human beings made in the image of God. Wow. Our government is funding this, which means we are funding this. Mm. So you have the organs still receiving blood supply from the fetal heartbeat during the tissue collection. Guys, I don't know. Um, like, I don't know if wicked, the man. weight that is, that's, that's a, man, that's, that's a, um, that's that a level is, of wickedness. Yeah. That is a horror movie. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Now I want a couple with this story. Um, it's the same story, mm-hmm. but more information now coming to light. So this same University of Pittsburgh getting this money, right, so that they can harvest the organs of living people, <laughs> take out the organs of living people while they are alive, which is the definition of a living person. Okay? <laughs> right. 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 I just want to make sure there's no confusion. Okay. <laughs> so this University of Pittsburgh, now now listen, and and I I here's what I want. I want I want all of the so-called, this is their their terms for I want the um I want the social justice warriors and I want the Black Lives Matter people. I want the systemic racism people. I want the um, uh, the white fragility people. I want the privileged people. I want all of them to get in the same room right now and lean in and listen very carefully to the next aspect of this story. Mm-hmm. I want all of them to get in a room right now. And I want you to listen attentively. Take out your pen. And I want you to write down this portion of it. Okay, here we go. The University of Pittsburgh targeted minorities in its request for infant organs including those taken from full-term babies to create a pipeline for fetal research. Researchers said they needed 50% of the donated fetuses to be minorities and specified that 25% must come from black women. Mm. The Pittsburgh metropolitan area is 85% white and 8% black. Mm. (laughs) Researchers stress the importance of maintaining Organ blood flow in the request, which watchdogs say could violate federal law by asking doctors to illegally preserve organs during labor inducing abortion. So what we Mm. need is we need black women to come in. We need you to induce labor. We need you to deliver these black children. And while they are still alive, cut their organs out. Because we have special use. For them. Wow. Now, I, wow. what I want is I, I want all of the people who have Man. their fists in the air all the time and who are always getting in people's faces while they're trying to eat lunch and yelling and wanting people to say black lives. Matter. I want I want those people mm. to give me a response for this. Like, tell me that this is not this is not systemic racism. It's research. <laughs> this is not bias. It's research. This is not hateful. It's science. That's, that's what, I want to I get an answer from, from all of the people 
right, who are sick and tired of not being able to just walk out of their door because they don't know if, like, the police officer may have had a bad day that day, right? And so we don't know. He might just be like, you know what I'm going to do today? You know what I'm going to do today? I'm just going to kill a black person. That's what I'm going to do today. I want to I talk to those people. Everybody knows who I'm looking at right now. Yeah. Everybody knows. Right? I want to I talk to that person because what I want to say is what do you say to the person in the white lab coat who wakes up that day and says, man, you know, I really hope we get some black fetal tissue in today. Man. I really hope we have some black lungs today. I, I, I hope we can get some black kidneys. Well, guys, look, Margaret Sanger would be proud. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. in this country are horrible people. That's crazy. Okay. Wow. You can call it what you want. You can, you can, you know, you can cloak it in research. You can say that it's not what we think it is. Um, you know, you can describe it however you want to describe it, but when it all shakes out, <laughs> um, and it all settles at the bottom. We're a wicked people and deserve the judgment of God. Now, nobody wants to hear that, right? Because everybody, everybody loves like, you know, grace and mercy. And, and, and of course, man, because we could not live without it. Right. Okay. But the reality is, is that in this country, we have turned away from the Lord in unimaginable ways. And unlike any other nation in the history of countries, right, that that the Lord's hand was on this nation. I, I'm, I'm reading right now. I'm reading in the book of Judges. And I have been um, profoundly shaken. By the Lord's mercy and his faithfulness to the children of Israel mm-hmm. and his telling them some some very specific things. So, so the judges, right, is the time period after Joshua's death and before the first prophet Samuel. So you've got a span of about three or 400 years is the time of the judges. And this is the time where if you're familiar with the judges, where the Bible says everyone just kind of did what they thought was right in their own eyes. They just, they just did whatever they wanted. And one of the things, so I'm, I'm studying through judges right now. And, and so as I'm studying through judges, I'm doing a lot, my favorite term, cross-referencing. So I'm doing a lot of cross-referencing <laughs> and I'm going and I'm, and I'm looking at what the Lord warned them about. Like, if you do this, then this will happen. If you do this, then, and, and a lot of people don't like this, right? Cause everybody's so okay with passive God. Like if you do this, then this will just happen. And a lot of people love, um, this will be the natural outflow of your sin. I'll just, I'll just turn you over, but nobody wants to focus on the sovereign supreme ruler God who says, if you do this, then I will do this. Mm -hmm. I will do Mm -hmm. this. And so when they forgot him, he handed them over to their enemies. So everybody's looking and look, we are not Israel. Please do not. I'm not, not even close. Right. But the Lord wants us to understand something about the way he manages a people that he oversees. So we're very comfortable with saying, God bless America and God raised up this country and, and man, God led this country and against all odds, this country was formed and all of those things are true. But is there an expectation of us because of that? Yeah. (laughs) Is there a certain understanding because of that? And, and have we kind of like maybe reneged on some agreement that we have that, you know, that blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and, Mm. 
so so but but we are like you know what you know we don't really want the lord as our god but we do want the blessings hmm. all right Aaron the addison's american family radio will open the phone line stay close It comes tomorrow All the kids will be gone Will you be left behind in sorrow Or praising God at the Welcome throne. back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio um, It's the Friday Gumbo Show Everything goes into the pot And I, I did want to bring this story It's a heavier story And I understand that's a little bit upsetting on a Friday I apologize um, But it was necessary yeah. It was necessary This is what we're doing in this country And you've got a bunch of people who want to give you guilt um, over a lot of things that you shouldn't be guilty about. There are a lot of people who want to say that you hate yourself, right? When there are stories like this that they just willfully ignore because it's an inconvenient truth, right? Um, so I thought we had to talk about it. But it is the gumbo show, so I will open the phone lines, 888-589-8840, and that means you can talk about whatever you want. So I wanted to bring those two stories. So just imagine I'm a caller, <laughs> and I just wanted to bring those two stories now, you can be a caller, 888-589-8840, and you can bring whatever stories you want to bring. You can comment on anything that we've talked about already today, including those things that maybe you eat that you don't want people to know about, <laughs> if that's if you are so inclined to do that. Um, this is not the last time that we're going to dig into this story and talk about what is going on in our country. Guys, we are in a very desperate situation. Man. We're in a very Man, desperate situation. We have to see it. We have to see um, it. I read and I watch commentary mm -hmm. on the questions of, you know, nations potentially overtaking us and, and us being weakened from within and, and all of these things. And I just cannot help but understand <laughs> yeah. that the Lord is telling us something about himself, his character and his nature. He's revealing to us uh, things about ourselves. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and uh, in the scriptures. And so when you see what the Lord does um, and he's not hidden that he's allowed us to know, right. Yeah. The way he sees sin and rebellion. And but somehow we think that we're just a little bit better than other nations. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we're, we're somehow it's a little bit different. Um, <laughs> if anything, I would say different. Yes. More accountable. Yeah. Because more like, accountable. like you said, having the knowledge that we have and even touting that, our, our nation was built on the principles of, of God, like biblical principles that brings yes. about responsibility. Absolutely. You know, and so when a nation turns away from God, you know, and, you know, I, I know that there are many Christians within America. People are praying and crying out. But at the same time, man, there's a lot of wickedness. And I think we have to be sober minded, not saying that, you know, um, there's I don't think we're like Sodom and Gomorrah as far as there's is are there 10 people, you know, or whatever. Right. Right. But, right. Man, when we're doing some of the things that we would call uncivilized nations mm -hmm. <laughs> doing, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it, the, the money that's tied into it, the way that we are exporting wickedness, man, come on. Like, we have to wake up 
as the people of God and say, hold on, hold on. We're like you're saying, we're not good. We're not good. And, and man, God has a, there's a limit to, to this, you know, grace that mm-hmm. he's pouring out on us, man. And, and, and what, you know, there's a lot of sinfulness. And so I, I just, I just hope that the people of God would listen and hear and understand, you know, this, and that we, the people of God would turn our hearts, you know, and, and, and turn our minds towards the Lord and say, Lord, we repent, you know, mm-hmm. as a, as a, as a people, we repent, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. I was, I was looking, I was reminded of the scripture and I, I, I wanted to refer to it. And then we're going to go to the phone lines here. 888-589-8840. It's, um, the the elder at this point, uh, Joshua died when he was 110 years old, um, and he's given his farewell speech to the children of Israel, right? Yeah. And it's one of those we probably have the scripture pasted somewhere in our homes. As for me and and, and my house, right? Mm-hmm. We will serve the Lord. Um, but in this whole exchange, in this presentation, um, you know, Joshua is saying to the people of Israel, you've got to decide who you're going to serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And, and the Bible, <laughs> man, it's amazing. Um, the people of Israel, like we will serve the Lord. Of course, we're going to serve the Lord. And then in verse 19, and this is chapter 24 of Joshua, uh, the Bible reads, but Joshua said to the people, you are not able to serve the Lord for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord mm. and serve foreign gods, mm. then he will turn and do you harm mm. and consume you after having done you good. Mm. Right. There's so much in that, but let me just stay the course here. Look, and the people said to Joshua, no, but we will serve the Lord. (laughs) So this was after he says, you've got to choose this day who you're going to serve. And they're like, we're going to serve the Lord. And he's like, no, no, (laughs) listen, if you serve the Lord and then turn away after having said, you're going to serve the Lord, the Lord is going to bring judgment on you. And they're like, no, but we will, Hmm. we will serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? Joshua dies. And, then, and is buried. The elders <laughs> that were with him uh-huh. were buried, right? All, all of all of his all of his counterparts, all of his yep. contemporaries, they're yep. all they and so then there arose a generation that, that did not, not know, know the Lord yeah. and did not serve him. Man. Right? And and what what's the genesis of it? The first thing that they start doing is disobeying what God said. They don't drive out all the nations. Hmm. Now, remember okay, anyway, no, it's not Monday. <laughs> well the great, uh, where do we go? I'm sorry. Oh, where do we go? All right, let's go to Lori in Virginia. Hi, Lori. Hi. Hello. Um, that hi. That story you just said about Pittsburgh. I, I'm I'm trying to hold myself together. I burst mm. into tears when I heard it mm. because I think my niece may have been a victim of that. Mm. Oh wow. She's 28 years old, and she went into the hospital last February on February 28th. They induced labor, and she had a baby that was three pounds. And her baby is still in the hospital to this day. She's a year and a half old. She's only nine pounds. And we couldn't understand why would they induce labor for a baby that's only three pounds. So we didn't know what happened. And I told her, you got to get a lawyer. Something is wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm. Oh my Maybe goodness! What it is? Mm. Well, I don't, I don't know, Lori. Oh right. my goodness, I'm so sorry for the pain that you're experiencing. I, I don't know that. I, I, I can't speak to that. I'm, right. I'm not sure, right. but I, I will tell you that there is experimentation that is going on, and that the University of Pittsburgh is involved in it. 
Um, and I'm, I'm not sure if your situation falls into that category, but can I just say I'm so sorry for the yeah. pain that you're experiencing. I'm, I'm sorry for what's going on with your loved one. Um, Man. Listen, and people wonder why we have questions right. about we what's happening in the questions. name of science. Right. You understand what right. I'm saying? All right. Mm. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Bill in West Virginia. Hi, Bill. Hi. Hello. Uh, Mickey, I just want to say I feel um, your pain and I feel your concern for the people of this country and what you had to say a few minutes ago. This program that you've just given today, you said you want to do more. You know what? I ask you, please, do more because these people need to hear this. Mm. They need to know what we've done to ourselves in this country. This was a Christian nation at one time. Now mm-hmm. we're not even 10% Christian. Come on. Come on. And you, and when you said about we, we will be held accountable, oh, yes, we will. There's no other nation that has been given so much, mm. and we have squandered so much. Mm. And when you talk about those babies, and, you know, people have, they have to know there's not too many programs that will put out there for you. You've done it, and I hope you do more of it God bless you for that, and I'll just hang up for now. Thank you. Oh, thank Thank you, Bill. Bill. God bless you. You are absolutely right. We have to talk about this. We have to expose what is going on in our country, that there might be repentance. Yeah. That's the hope. The The hope is that we would feel sorrow and repent. Yeah. All right, Will the Great, where do we go? All right, let's go to Frank in Kentucky. Hi, Frank. Hello, Will and Nikki. Nikki, I I'm a, I'm a defender of the of the uh, unborn and the preborn. Mm. Uh, this has been going on in uh, uh, China for a long long period of time. Mm. They they've been taking uh, prisoners and doing the same thing. And uh, so anyway, uh, I'm not sure she was aware of that, but uh, I I I'm, I'm a defender of. For the pre, for the, the unborn and the preborn, mm-hmm. so I, I have to hit the street because I order stuff from preborn and hit the street with to ask for donations. So anyway, I don't want to do this on the phone, but I have no, I don't have any choice to ask you. I need a copy of that what you're just saying today. Uh, I tell I you what, Frank, if you could, we will put it in the show notes. If But if email works better for you, mm. you can shoot us an email, addisons at AFR.net. And yeah. the reason I'm asking you to email us is because between this conversation and the rest of life, I may forget to send <laughs> yeah. this information. So we need you to help us remember that you want this information. So if you will email us, addisons at AFR.net. Will the Great will send you both of these stories mm-hmm. that we have discussed today. Thank you so much for calling, you, Frank. Frank. Will the Great, where do we go? All right, let's go to Jamie in Louisiana. Hi, Jamie. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Will. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love it. I, I, I haven't called y'all in a while, but I was going to try to call in at times. Y'all were talking about the, the roaches, and, but I had a, I had a, I had to deal with some in the house, so I, y'all disturbed me. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, um, I love the balance 
of word that you all bring. And one of the things that really concerns me about the church is that, you know, sometimes the Christians can be so patriotic that they miss the discernment of God's mm. judgment that's coming on the land. Wow. Man. And I'm, I'm being honest, and mm-hmm. I hear it everywhere. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to be perfectly honest. I even hear it on AFR. Sometimes, mm-hmm. I, and I'm not trying to, to be mean, but sometimes I hear so much patriotism that it misses the judgment of God because when you look at the prophets in the Old Testament and how God was getting ready to bring judgment on a nation, think about it. They loved Israel. Mm-hmm. But they did not allow their love for Israel to get in the way of what God was telling them that was getting ready to come. Mm. They gave a balance. Wow. They gave a balance of word, even though I imagine it hurt. You think about Jeremiah, the weeping prophet. Uh. He loved Israel. But when it was time for God to bring judgment, Jeremiah had to get past his emotions and say, oh, yeah, we know it's a great nation. But look, our sin has reached the nostrils of mm. God. And so I thank God for the balance that you guys are bringing, even though I hear from you, Will, on Wednesdays. Together, you guys bring a great balance to the body of Christ. Because even through this pandemic, the body of Christ, their relationship with God was really showed up in regards to whether they understand what God is doing. But anyway, I'll leave it at that. But thank you all so much for the balance that you bring to the body of Christ. Man, Jamie, thank you you so much for your call. Let me, I want to run a highlighter over something that our brother just said. I think this is so important. I think he's put his finger on something that is key. Mm -hmm. When we tell the truth about what God is doing, it does not mean that we hate people or places. And I think sometimes, and I think this is what our brother is pointing out. It's difficult for us to say Look at what the Lord is doing in our nation. We have forgotten him and we have turned away. Mm. It's difficult for us to do that because we think it feels like hatred of our nation. Yeah. Right. And because there's so much of that in our nation, there's so much of that. It's rampant, right? That people hate this country. They want to change. So we want to be so far away from that. Right. That we don't even tell the truth about what is happening. And I think our brother has really touched on something that is important. And I think it should become a prayer point for all of us that we filter what is happening through a biblical lens. Amen. Amen. That we're not dull. We love our country. Amen. We love what the Lord has blessed us with and caused us to live. And remember, you, many of you listening to me, didn't choose to live in this country. You were born here. Mm-hmm. This is your country. And God chose that you would live in this country. That's right. Now, if you're listening and you're like, well, I chose to come to this country. The Lord allowed it. That's right. He's sovereign over all of that. And Amen. that you're here at this time. This is Acts 17, 26, right? But here is the point that I want to make. Loving this country must mean telling the truth, mm-hmm. right? Because we love people by telling the truth. That's right. Hopefully, when we tell the truth, it allows people an opportunity to repent. Yeah. Let's try to squeeze in one more call, Will the Great. All right, let's go to Ron in Florida. Hi, Ron. Will the Great, man. Good to talk to you again. Hey, Mickey. Hello. You on fire today, girl. God bless (laughs) you, man. God bless AFR. Um, But uh, I talked about this once before in another program about the uh, whistleblower in Planned Parenthood Mm -hmm. that uh, came out and told how a executive with Planned Parenthood said she was going to buy she was going to buy a Lamborghini I remember that yeah 
Yep. From Ron, the sale of baby body parts. Right. Come on. Yeah. Right. She said she needed a Lamborghini. When that came out, that was back in 2015. That was uh, thanks to David Delighton and the Center for Medical Progress. Mm-hmm. You know, we played a bunch of those clips on our program. Yep. We played a bunch of those clips because people needed to hear it with their own ears and understand what and kind what of happened? wickedness. It's still out there. Like, that should have been shut going. down. Still going. Hmm. That's as you well, often say, Will the Great with a high hand. That's right. May we repent. May we confess our sin to the Lord and repent. All right. We're out of time until Monday. Lord willing. God bless.